Hello everyone, welcome back to Yellow Mamba Basketball Podcast. For today's episode, I will be giving my analysis of playoff picture with 45 games into the season. I'll start off with the Eastern Conference. So, Milwaukee, the team with the best record in the league currently. They're uh, 40-6. and six. Um, Like I knew they were going to be the f- best were the second best team uh, at the start of the season but oh boy like I I had no idea that they were going to be this good because uh, once they lost uh, Malcolm Brogdon and um, Nikola Mirotic both of both players who were you know key players for uh, last year's success so I kind of doubted them but man Giannis is just playing at a MVP level again and they have great depth maybe not the best in the NBA but I think they got top three best depth in the league and that's uh that's scary I mean I think, uh, I don't don't know if they're the prohibitive favorite, but they're definitely, um, they're definitely, I mean, going to be the favorite by most people, I think. And the second team, Miami Heat, another shocking surprise for me because, I mean, I thought they were going to be like, six seed at best like I knew they were gonna make the playoff but I thought they're gonna squeeze into the seventh or eighth spot but clearly I was wrong I mean Jimmy Butler is really just balling out this season and Pat Riley has got them playing really hard like also like Jalen Rose said on ESPN the player development that they have done with um, Chris Nunn, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, especially Bam Adebayo, who like took a like a major leap this season. He's gonna be definitely a building block for the Miami Heat, and the future is bright for them. I mean, like, like, like nobody's gonna want to mess with Miami Heat in the playoff. Like, I guarantee you. And the third seed, Toronto Raptors, another another surprise for me because, I mean, I thought losing Kawhi was pretty big and, like, I knew they were going to make the playoff, but I didn't know that they were going to be a top three team with 45 games in. Even, even with all the injuries to Siakam, who suffered a uh, groin injury, I think he was out for six weeks. And Fred Fanfleet, um, it was either hamstring or knees. He was out for multiple games. Larry was also out with a with a hand injury, I think, for six weeks. And Gasol was out for, I think, for a month with a hamstring injury. And somehow they're they're still the third seed in the Eastern Conference. Like that's that's crazy crazy to me and. I guess you can never underestimate the heart of a champion. I mean, 
they're they're gonna make some noise. Like I'm definitely not picking them to uh to go to the finals, but I won't be shocked at all if they got to uh Eastern Conference final. And then we got Boston at number four, thirty and fourteen. Um I mean they are who I thought they were gonna be. Um a top four seed. Uh I think adding Kemba Walker was a really nice move. I think it the feet, the team kind of fits better uh sorry, uh plays better with Kemba rather than uh Kyrie Irving. I'm not saying Kemba's a better player than Kyrie Irving, but in terms of chemistry and fit wise it's it's a better move. And uh Jalen Brown also uh really improved the season compared to last two seasons after uh, secured, securing the bag. And um, they're definitely a team to watch out in the playoff. I mean, a- anyone knows that. Uh, and then we got Indiana Pacers at number five. Man, I, I think Indiana is one of the most, like top three most underrated team, like in the whole league, I like, they're never talked about, but they're always in the mix. Um, they signed Malcolm Brogdon, which was a really nice off-season move. And, and yeah, Dante Sabonis, he, he really took off this season. I mean, uh, he's really nice in pick-and-roll situation, catching lobs, just... Averaging double-digit rebound, I think it's like 13 boards per game. And they also got uh, Victor Oladipo coming back really soon, I think, end of this month. And, man, man, would Victor Oladipo back? <laughs> They're going to be really good. Like, like I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if they finish as like the third seed or fourth. At the end of the season. I mean that's how good they are. And then we got Sixers at number six. Uh they have they have definitely not lived up to uh expectations so far. Uh I don't really know exactly what the reason is, but if I have to pinpoint to some stuff, uh it would have to be uh, ben Simmons' lack of shooting and and uh, and also losing JJ Redick, who's a sniper, was huge. I know they signed uh, Al Horford and uh, Josh Richardson, who are both really nice players, but uh, I mean, I don't know what it is, but uh, I think Al Horford was really nice on Boston last year, but this year on the Sixers, he's. He's been pretty limited offensively, um, and like obviously he's a guy, he's a veteran that you definitely want going into the playoff, uh, because he does so many a little thing. Like he can score, he can rebound, he can facilitate, uh, shoot threes, but just. I mean, with Ben Simmons and Embiid, you need to surround the team with like shooters and I know Horford and Richardson can shoot threes but 
I don't, I don't think they can shoot that well in order to advance to like Eastern Conference Final or uh, Final. Like I, I definitely think they can go to the Conference Final. That's that's not the question. The question is, can they go to the finals? Because they got a good enough team to go to the finals. And then at the seventh seed, Orlando Magic. Um, yeah, I, same thing. I knew they were going to make the playoff as the seventh or eighth seed. Uh, they lost, uh, I think, Jonathan Isaac. But they still got enough to make the playoff in the East. And, I mean, they they have been playing uh, pretty hard. I mean, there's a reason why they're in the playoff as the seventh seed. Uh, I wanted to see Aaron Gordon uh, get to the next level the way uh, a player like Jalen Brown did, but it hasn't happened yet, but... Uh, Orlando Magic fans are just going to be have to be patient. And at the eighth seed, we got the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I knew they were going to make the playoff, but like, I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoff. Like, because they're going to make the playoff as either the seventh or eighth. And they're going to have to face Milwaukee or Miami or Toronto in the first round. So, yeah, they're they're a first-round exit team. But once they get KD back, oh, boy. Once they get Kevin Durant back, oh, boy, that's going to be fun to watch. Oof. Can you imagine, like, Miami Heat versus... Brooklyn Nets with KD in the playoff, man, like that's, that's a heck of a series. Can't wait for Kevin Durant to make his recovery from the Achilles injury. And then Detroit, Chicago, Washington, Charlotte, Cleveland, New York, Atlanta, they're exactly who I thought they were going to be. No reason to go into it. And now we move on to the West. Uh, Yeah, so we got the Los Angeles Lakers. My team, the Los Angeles Lakers at number one with a 36 and nine record. Uh, Man, I got to be honest. I did not think they're going to be this good. Like, what I mean by that is, like, I knew they were going to be a top three seed and they were going to be a top three, top five uh, championship contender. But I didn't know they were going to gel this well, this quickly, with 45 games in. I mean, I mean the duo of Davis and uh, LeBron is working out at pretty much elite level and uh, picking up Danny Green, uh, Dwight Howard especially, um, and other role role players such as uh, 
Troy Daniels, KCP's been playing well, Quinn Cook. I mean, like, I know how people talk about Clippers got, you know, serious depth. Lakers got depth, too. I mean, they got Bradley, Danny Green, uh, KCP, Kuzma, Rondo, Dudley, Daniels, Quinn Cook. I mean... I mean, they have so many guys who have been in deep playoff run. I mean, let's let's go down the line. I mean, LeBron, nothing to talk about. I mean, we all know what LeBron has done. Davis, yeah, nothing to talk about. Uh, he's he's top five, top six in the league. Dwight Howard, yeah, nothing to talk about. He's been to the finals and multiple Eastern Conference finals. Avery Bradley, also, when he was on Celtics, he's been to the Eastern Conference Final. Plenty of uh, playoff experience. Danny Green, nothing to talk about. Two-time champion. Uh, so many, so many experience with the... Sorry, so much experience with the Spurs. Um, Kuzma, okay, that's... He's not been there, but I think he's, he's not going to shy away from the moment. And then Rondo, I mean... Yeah, he's a champion. Uh, he won a championship with uh, Boston Celtics in 2008, and he was a key member of that team. Dudley also got plenty of experience in the play- playoff. Quinn Cook, wow, he's a two-time champion, and he's hit some really big shot against Toronto in the playoff last year. I mean, he's been there, done that. Like, he ain't no joke. So I'm um I have high hopes for the Lakers. I think they can definitely definitely win win the championship this season. And then we'll go to Utah. Utah's a, a surprise for me. I mean uh like um I told my friends at the beginning of the season, like watch out for Utah. Like like do not sleep on Utah. And I didn't mean that as in they're going to be the second seed. But, boy, I think they just went on a, uh, like, a 14-game winning streak. And, yeah, like, they ain't nothing to mess with in the playoff. Like, they ain't nothing to mess with. Especially uh, once uh, Mike Conley finds his uh, place in the team. With Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, or Rudy Gobert, I mean, and they're solid. And then we got the Los Angeles Clippers at number three. Uh, I think they can definitely be better, but um, absence of uh, Paul George with a hamstring injury. Kawhi sitting out back-to-backs, and I think Patrick Beverly missed, like, multiple games. I don't know what the injury was, but he did miss multiple games. And uh, I think uh, Lou Will was out for a couple of games as well, and then they just never really got a chance to put all their key players in multiple games to, you know, build the chemistry that they need. But, like, we all know that once uh once 
they roll into March and April, they're going to get it together and just they're they're <laughs> I'm not going to lie, as a Lakers fan, they 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 scare me. I'm not going to lie. And then we go to Denver at number 4, 31 and 14. Uh I just I've only watched two Denver games this season. So, uh against uh Dallas Mavericks and the uh, Houston Rockets. So I don't really know what's going on with Denver, but uh Murray, Nikola Jokic, they got solid bench. Um I think they took a just tiny bit of a step back compared to last season. But uh yeah, they're they're a solid team. Like I don't I don't think they're a top three seed caliber team this season, but they're sticking around. That's impressive at the fourth spot. And then we go to Dallas at number five which is another shock for me because I did not pick them to make the playoff this season. I th- I thought uh Houston, uh, sorry, uh Portland and uh San Antonio Spurs were going to be in the playoff instead of Dallas and Memphis. But uh Portland they just got just bombarded with so many injuries. Rodney Hood going down with a Achilles injury and Zach Collins dislocate dislocating his shoulder. I think he's been out ever since the start of the season. I don't know when he's coming back. Um and yeah, but like I definitely am not shocked that they made they are in the fifth see because I mean Luca like I said in my first episode greatest offensive player at age 20 and they also got KP Kristaps Porzingis and they got really nice role players um um yeah they're they're gonna be fun to watch in the playoff oh man like I just cannot wait to see Luka Doncic in the playoff that's that's like two things that I cannot wait for the playoffs are Lakers and watching Luka Doncic. And we go to sixth spot at uh, Houston Rockets. Uh, similar situation like the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I think it's working and it's going to continue to work somewhat between James Harden and Westbrook but I uh, Westbrook is pretty bad from a three point range and I think it's like that's that's the only bad side of having Westbrook on Houston Rockets because he's driving to the rim. He's relentless. And I think the 
pace of play has really uh, increased with Westbrook on the floor. And uh, I think Harden is in a bit of a shooting slump lately for past five, six games. But we all know he's going to snap out of it pretty soon. And I, as a Lakers fan, like, I don't, I don't fear Houston. I mean, I'm pretty confident we can beat them in the playoff. And I don't think they have a shot against Clippers if the Clippers are healthy. And then, and then the Oklahoma City's. Thunder at the seventh seed, which is another another surprise because I had them as the eighth seed in the beginning of the season. And Chris Paul has been really impressive throughout the entire season. And then, man, Shea Alexander-Gilchrist, that he's, man, he's coming. He's Easily top five most underrated player. That's not talked about enough. And, I mean, they have really nice players. I mean, Steven Adams, Gallinari, Diallo, uh, Shooter coming off the bench. And they got a nice team. I mean, I think their first round exit, but still. I mean, it's really impressive that they're hanging around at the seventh spot in the Western Conference. And we got Memphis Grizzlies at the 8th spot, which is another shock for me. I think this one is the second most shocking after the Miami Heat. But, I mean, John Morant is... I mean, he might be better than Zion Williamson in my opinion I might be crazy but there's uh, so much question surrounding uh, Zion's health which is why I'm saying I would rather have uh, John Morant but I mean yeah they, they got a decent team as well I mean like I never expected them to make the playoff but they still got uh, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, uh, Jackson Jr., uh, Jay Crowder, and Brandon Clark. They just, they they got a decent team. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoff. I mean, I wouldn't bet against Spurs were Portland Trailblazers, but I... Yeah, it's going to be I think it's going to be Portland at the 8th spot to finish the season, but I would I would be wrong to count out the Spurs so quickly. Okay, so we got San Antonio Spurs at 9. I I don't I've watched quite a few games of San Antonio Spurs, but oh man, I I don't know what's going on. Like <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't know why they fell off. And we got Phoenix at 10th seed. I mean, they were pretty good to start start off the season. 
Um, I mean, getting a getting a Ricky Rubio at the point guard spot was a really nice off season move. I think if they play hard, they might be able to stick around in the playoff picture for the eighth spot, but. I just don't feel comfortable picking picking them over um Spurs were um Portland Trailblazers. And we get Portland at eleventh seed. Like I said before, uh just too many injuries. Uh, I mean getting mellow is nice and I think they're getting uh Yusuf Nurkic back after the All Star break, which will be a nice, very nice addition because I mean, he can score and get you double-digit rebounds, so that's a very nice addition. And they're also lacking in size, other than uh, Hassan Whiteside, so that's that's a really nice uh, addition. And not going to lie, if the Lakers are the first seed and then Portland somehow makes it to eighth, uh, like, Portland scares me more than Houston. I'm not going to be honest. Maybe I might. Maybe maybe that might be blasphemous, to say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared of Portland more than uh, Houston, but man, CJ McCollum in the playoff with Dame with Melo, with Yusuf Nurkic coming back. That that ain't the team to mess with in the first round. No. And then the 12th spot, we got New Orleans Pelicans. Um, They're just four and a half games outside of the A seed. I think they got a chance. I mean, mean, if Zion had played from the beginning of the season, I might have gave them a chance to make the A seed, but... I just, I just can't see it. Like I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be shocked if they made it, but yeah, I just, I just can't. I don't believe in a. I don't believe in a Derek Favor and Zion's health and Lonzo both Lonzo Ball's health as well. I don't, I don't trust their health. And we also got. Sacramento at 13 seed. They're kind of who I thought they're going to be. I didn't really see them making the playoff. Minnesota, same thing. I mean, Carl Carl Anthony Towns being out for a month with a uh, I think some knee bruise certainly didn't help. I never thought they had a chance to begin with to make the playoff. And Golden State, we know what the situation is at the 15th spot. Steph Curry out, Klay Thompson out, uh, Draymond Green missing like half half the season, I think, with some minor tic-tac injuries. And uh, just, just a quick side note, next season, oh man, next season, Golden State. They, I might pick them to win the championship because, I, with Steph Curry coming back, Clay Thompson coming back, Draymond Green coming back, and if they 
pair up a pick with D'Angelo Russell to get another star caliber player, they're right back in it. Like they're they're gonna be top three in terms of uh title contention. So enjoy it while you can. And also another thing to point out was it's really nice to see Eastern Conference teams doing well because for past couple of seasons uh, there was a narrative of uh, Western Conference teams being just so much better than the Eastern Conference but this season the top eight team in the West Okay, uh, four of them belong to the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee, Miami, Toronto, and Boston. And then four of them, uh, Lakers, Utah, Clippers, Denver, and the West. And it's just really nice to see uh, the dominance evenly spread out within the conference. I mean, obviously, West got Western Conference got more all-stars but it's it's just nice to see eastern uh eastern conference doing well all right so that was it for today i hope you guys enjoyed and uh i'll see you guys next time peace